Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, August 27th, 2021. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. A lot to get into, Jay Book. Let's start with six days away from the opener. That seems like a pretty cool topic to talk about. Six days away from the opener at Minnesota. Just your thoughts on that matchup. Yeah, I'm so excited, Dave. It feels like Christmas is right around the corner. We've been talking all summer, and we're finally getting to the finish line when it comes to this Minnesota football game. I do not take this game lightly. You're, you're starting a breaking in a brand new quarterback, a reshuffle offensive line, but a very talented offensive line, a defense that wasn't playing up to par. Their last showing was an embarrassment. Uh, they're going on the road at night. It's going to be a loud environment. I do not take Minnesota lightly at all. I do think, Early on is going to be a back and forth for Ohio State to get settled in. As the game progresses, that's when you're going to start seeing the the talent gap start to take over and the depth that Ohio State has over Minnesota start to take over. So early on, I think, you know, as you have your jitters, Ohio State will definitely be in a dogfight. And then as the game progresses, I see Ohio State pulling away. What are your expectations for C.J. Stroud as the Buckeyes' starting quarterback this year? I expect C.J. Stroud to be one of the best quarterbacks in college football. If you're going to be the quarterback at Ohio State, those should be the expectations because you're arguably playing with the best talent as a, at the skill position player more than anyone else in the country besides probably Alabama. And you can take Ohio State's wide receiver room and put it against anyone in the country. So even though he hasn't played a lot of meaningful snaps, I still believe that he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks uh, in the game because Ryan Day is one of the best play callers in college football. He's going to make sure that he puts C.J. Stroud in the position to succeed. He's going to have the best offensive line in college football he has a, a much better running back uh, behind him with, with the guys that he has because I think Ohio State can trot out four guys right now that can be impact players behind that offensive line. So when it comes to Stroud, the, the spotlight will be on him to carry that mantle of being an elite college football quarterback that Ohio State has produced over the last several years. We'll talk more about the 2021 Buckeyes here in a minute. I do want to – like. Uh push ahead to next season and get your uh, answer on this. Which quarterbacks will still be on the roster in 2022? 
Yeah, that's a tough question, Dave. I mean, you you look at you just have to take into consideration today's environment where guys can uh, up and leave at will. Guys want to play right away. The the time clocks have all started on these guys. Uh, so you definitely believe that C.J. Stroud's going to be back. I, I truly believe Kyle McCord will be in there battling Quinn Ewers uh, for the second spot. And that's that's something to keep an eye on. I think Jack Miller will prob- most likely be out of here. If I was his father, um, I would highly encourage him to start looking around because if, if you're to believe that Quinn Ewers is the next coming, he's going to beat out Jack Miller probably as early as spring football. And if that's the case, unless you just absolutely love Ohio State and you want to be there uh, no matter what and be the fourth-string quarterback, I will highly encourage him to start looking at his other options because you look at Arizona State with Jaden Daniels get ready to head off to the NFL. I could easily see Jack Miller being their starting quarterback at Arizona State or even Arizona uh, or you know, pretty much a lot of teams in the Pac-12. So the opportunities are there for those guys to play at other schools because I think all of these guys are incredibly talented. Uh, but you just have to take into consideration today's environment, allow those guys to go play right away. And if you have the opportunity to go play elsewhere right now and your your end goal is to try to get into the NFL, you need to get on the field and get those game reps in so that you can have something on tape to show that you can play at that level or even play at this le- the high level in collegiate football. Couldn't agree more. And I tell you what, if uh... – Three of these quarterbacks are still on the roster. Jack Miller's the only one to transfer. Um, that'd be right. I think Ryan Day would be giddy about that. Let's get into players. There's a lot of them. Players that have been standouts during camp and now practice. Camp is really over now. Now it's, just, it's practice. Um, some guys I jotted down. I mean, Denzel Burke, we've talked about him, Jay Book. Dewan Jones has been a big story of camp, literally and figuratively. Tommy Eichenberg's probably a guy that people don't talk about enough. I'm told by sources very close to the team, he will play a lot this year. If not, if he's not a starter, he'll play a lot. And he's a guy that I didn't really think much about when he's being recruited. Um, so those are some guys I jotted down, Burke, Jones, Eichenberg. Talk about those guys, maybe some other guys that you think have uh, had standouts and uh, have been standouts in camp and practices. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's amazing that you can talk about these next wave of guys really popping when we always talk about camp is typically littered by your star players living up to the expectations and playing well but with this younger team you're you're hearing names emerging and guys are uh grabbing the opportunity to get in this lineup and you mentioned Denzel Burke a true freshman out of Scottsdale Arizona arrived during uh spring ball And when he arrived on campus, from what I've been told, he was extremely polished. He's carried that over into the fall camp. His body is college ready right now, and he's played at a high level, going against the best wide receivers that he's going to go against all season. And he more than held his own as a true freshman. And now he's positioned himself to potentially be the number three wide receiver. If not the number four wide receiver, he would definitely be dressed out and could see playing time this year. You you mentioned Dewan Jones, another guy who really dedicated his life to college football. He was a guy that, uh, in his own words, didn't like didn't love college football. Now that he's all in, you're starting to see his potential and he's continued to develop his strength, which is important. 
and now he's going to be the probably most likely your starting right tackle. And you mentioned Tommy; he wasn't on my radar, but they've always mentioned how much the the team and the players liked him. They really, really appreciated how hard he worked. And he was a guy that was out there making plays. And that's what you needed from that linebacker room who lost all of their starters. And and those are just guys that step up. That's what you want out of a program at Ohio State is those next wave of guys pushing those other uh, veterans and earning spots. And uh, another guy that we've talked about several times is Cody Simon. Another linebacker that that has really jumped onto the scene and has emerged. And the one that really pops for me, uh, and I thought he had a really good freshman campaign, is Lathan Ransom. And what you're bringing out, what you're getting out of him is such a versatile defensive back. And he's a rarity because when you're talking about defensive back, not everyone can play corner. Not everyone has the physicality to play on the back end as safety in the discipline because if you're not disciplined on the back end as safety, if you make a mistake, that's going to be six points for the opposing team. And what you have out of Ransom is he he was getting reps at the corner. So if you want to play him at the line uh, at the line of scrimmage in the slot, he can do that. You want to move him to the back end, he can do that. Uh, so he he's a guy that gives you a lot of versatility on that defensive back because that was one of the problems that we had last year is we didn't have enough talented, able bodies back there uh, when, when things went bad and having these younger guys really starting to merge is huge for that secondary, because if you have an injury, you don't have to worry about the, the secondary completely collapsing. So I'm really excited about these young guys stepping up and, and grabbing the opportunity once they're thrown into the mix. All right, last thing here on the Friday Five-ish. Yesterday, two guys named Bill Curlick and Steve Wiltfong crystal balled Troy Bowles to the Buckeyes. He's a 2023 linebacker. He, according to the Composite J book, number four linebacker in the country, number 52 overall. According to 24-7 Sports, number one linebacker in the country, number 31 overall. So we're very high on him here at 24-7 Sports. Number 10 overall player in Florida, according to 24-7 Sports. So he's 31 overall in the country, 10th best in Florida. They, they've got some good football down there in Florida. Young man out of Tampa Jesuit, six foot one, 205 pounds. When you get the Dean and the Fong to put a crystal ball in, you can lock it down, my friend. Yeah, and, and like you said, those two, they're, if they throw out a crystal ball for the same prospect, then you definitely have to feel really comfortable with that. Uh, Troy Bowles, he's the son of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles. And, and if you look at the history of Ohio State, they, they've done extremely well when it comes to players that have come in under uh, parents who have played or coached in the NFL. You look at the Bosa brothers, you look at Marvin Harrison Jr. right now, the way he's performing and, and turning heads. So, you know, Troy Bowles, he's a heck of a linebacker. I think he has the opportunity for his ranking to continue to climb because if you look at his composite, his 52, uh, 52nd overall, number four overall composite linebacker. So I think he has the opportunity to continue to, to climb up the rankings here. But if you can get someone like him with his uh, knowledge of the game, his skill set, that is a heck of a uh, pull for Ohio State going into the state of Florida and pulling the top 10 Floridian here. And, and the thing that a lot of 
our, our listeners and our posters, they get wary about when it comes to Florida kids is if you get an early commit from a Florida kid, you have to keep your fingers crossed because chances are they're still going to be looking around. I don't think that would be the case with, with Bulls uh, recruitment here, especially when you have a father who knows the game, who knows the ins and outs, uh, have, have you know played at the highest level. He's been through the recruiting process. So if he does commit to Ohio State early on, I think this is one that will stick. And he, I can see him being one of the leaders in that 2023 class. Love it. Absolutely love it. Great stuff, as always, from Jonah Booker. Really appreciate it, Jay Book. Thank you to our listeners out there for tuning in the show. We appreciate that very much. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear the Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.